Well, good morning. Welcome to uh, Morning Devotions here on uh, Tuesday, June 2nd. I always need to check the date hard to keep up with that. Uh, Tuesday, June 2nd, we're here uh, with Morning Devotions again. And good to be together. A nice calm uh, morning here in Leader, which is, is nice to see, a nice change of pace here. I wanted to open with a word of prayer. We'll continue looking at the uh, Moravian daily text uh, together as, as our, our focus for the next little while anyway. So would you pray with me this morning? King of kings and Lord of lords, our hearts sing praises to you for who you are. Our words are so inadequate to describe your majesty and glory. May your presence continue to sustain us this day as we magnify your holy name. Amen. So we're going to look this morning uh, again using a psalm and then a, a reading from Mark chapter uh, 15. We're going to look first at Psalm 71. Uh, psalm 71 verses 18 uh, to 24. The psalmist writes, Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, O God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. Your righteousness reaches to the skies, O God, you who have done great things. Who, O God, is like you? Though you have made me, uh, though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will, br you will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praise to you with the lyre, O holy one of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have redeemed. My tongue will tell of your gracious acts all day long, for those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. Uh, again, I think a, a well-timed, well-fitting uh, psalm, even though uh, verse 20 really speaks to me, even though you've made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. We focus on that even, even in the midst of all that's happening in the world today. We have the promise of God restoring our lives again in him, keeping our lives hidden with his. And so we'll flip over now to Mark. We read on uh, yesterday, uh, uh, up until the end of chapter 14, uh, we're going to skip ahead to uh, uh, John 15, verses 21 to 32. John 15, 21 to 32. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. 
The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two robbers with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Christ, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. Maybe a very familiar passage for us. We hear that and, and remember that recounted each and every year and, and multiple times throughout the year as, as a significant part of our faith story, of our life together. I wanted to think a little bit about what happens when, when God doesn't show up like you think he should. When God doesn't show up like you think you should, like he should. Uh, that's maybe foreshadowed a little bit in the psalm reading, how God had allowed the psalmist to see many troubles. The psalmist hope is still in God. We see that in multiple ways in, in this reading here from the crucifixion. As people scorned Jesus, heaped uh, insults on him. The chief priests, those who were uh, crucified with him, those that were passing by, uh, everyone ridiculed Jesus, uh, saying things like, you said you're going to destroy the temple in three days, so do it. Let's see it. We want to see it. Uh, others said he saved others, but he can't save himself. Let this Christ come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. What happens when God doesn't show up in the way that we think or are looking for him to show up? I think that's a, an important question for us to wrestle with in our current context, uh, continuing with this pandemic and, and here again in Saskatchewan, slowly reopening a life, gradually returning uh, somewhat to, to a more normal pace. And yet still, you know, the question lingering of, of what's happening, what's going on, why, where is God in the midst of this? And certainly, as, as we've seen over the weekend, especially as, as the, the riots, the looting, and, and the, the injustice uh, that, that's taken place in the United States and starting to spread throughout uh, you know, some of the cities here in Canada, where is, where is God in the midst of all of this? Definitely don't have time to, to do any real justice to this, except to remind us to call ourselves back that, that it's at this moment of the crucifixion when it looks like, like God himself had been defeated, that Jesus had met his match, that he was at the end. It's at that moment on the, the cross where God works most powerfully. It's at that moment on the cross where Jesus takes the sin of the world. He takes your sin, my sin, that he offers us a place of life. He offers us forgiveness in that very moment, even though it wasn't how everyone else around him was expecting God to work, that, you know, that they weren't expecting the Messiah to, to work in this way. 
to offer forgiveness and life through death. That's the way that God has chosen to work. And many people missed it. We have the benefit of, of hindsight. We have the benefit of, of scripture, of a good account of scripture. We have the benefit of, of God's presence with us, evidence of God's graciousness, his forgiveness, his life to us in our own lives. So when we're tempted to, to say, where is God in all this? You know, how, how could he do this? I encourage us to look back to the cross because those are the very same things that, that the people there were asking. How, how could God do this? How could God let this happen? Especially his disciples probably were wondering that. You know, where is God in this? Why is he allowing this to happen? It's in that very moment on the cross that God worked forgiveness, that God brought about establishing his, his kingdom, his, his power, his presence on the earth. So while I don't have any definite answers uh, for, you know, where is God in this, I encourage us to, to approach today, each day with open eyes, asking the question, God, where are you? in the midst of this, in the midst of all that's happening around us in a world that seems like it's falling apart, it's coming apart at the seams. And we have eyes to see. And we have eyes to see uh, God's presence, his work uh, in our lives, in this world. So would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you and, and we trust him and rejoice in the fact that you hold the very world in your hand, that you have created this world for, for your own, own pleasure, that you've created us to live in this world and to live with you. We thank you that you've made it possible through an unthinkable uh, act, that you made it possible even when it looked like all hope was lost for us to share life with you. And so, Lord, we pray for, for the gift of your Holy Spirit to be opening our hearts and our eyes to see you. Now, we would see you even when it's so very hard to. Give us clarity of, of heart, clarity of mind to trust in you. That truly you are working. You are working good even in the midst of unimaginable pain, and devastation, heartache. Open our eyes to see you today, Jesus, we pray. Even as together as your people, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So our two watchwords for today, those verses for us to, to reflect on uh, throughout the day. First one comes from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. My heart exalts in the Lord. And secondly, from 1 Peter 1, 
8, Although you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. May that be true for us, that we would rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. And so we'll, uh, I hope to be providing a few updates later, probably by the end of the week, hopefully with uh, more concrete plans about our regathering uh, here at Trinity. Uh, next Sunday, June 14th, will be the, the first time that we're back together in a few smaller groups. Uh, uh, limited to 30 is one of the, the main constraints. Uh, so we're still working through some details and looking at trying to figure out what that means, what that looks like, some logistics. I encourage you to look back at, yes, Sunday afternoon's videos, uh, Trinity Update, I think it's called. Uh, there's four priorities that I want us to be praying about this week. I encourage you to pray through these things this week. Uh, first of all, honoring God, loving our neighbors, respecting government, and fourth one what is it rejoicing hopefully i knew there was a fourth one that it was it was a big one a good one rejoicing hopefully how can we do that how can we do all four of those things as we seek to come back together to worship our god so blessings on your day today thanks for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow morning uh, back here at 8 30 for another round of morning devotions uh, blessings on your day today uh, I'll see you tomorrow.